0: Welcome back to the hockey po- Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your Zahar and Lucas. We're on YouTube. So if you're listening, go check us out on YouTube, Gen Z Hockey Podcast. That's our YouTube channel. Um, we're posting them. The video, like the live, the audio is going to be up like a lot sooner than the video because just I've export edited and all that other stuff. So go check it out. Uh, we have a lot of news. The season started. Uh, Leafs Ooh. are one and one.
1: Boom. Um,
0: so I'm already we'll done. We have a bunch of other stuff happening around the league. A bunch of signings happened, and um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Leafs win their home opener against Montreal two one, and then lose a back to back night, back to back games, or lose on a back uh, to back Mon- to to Ottawa two three. So, um, what do you take away from the first two games? Do they have the Stanley Cup habits being uh, put into place? And um, what did you think of the team?
1: Um, what I saw yesterday was not Stanley Cup habits. Um, so first game. So I'm, I'm gonna paint a picture here. I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume you watched the all the first game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. All the pomp and circumstance right beforehand. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I got choked up a little bit. Like I was, I, I got a little choked up. Just what do you mean by pomp, pompous? Pompous circumstance, basically just like, you know, the Arkells opened up the show, the fans, all the oh, introductions, yeah, yeah. Okay. just stuff like, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And it, it got me choked up. I got my mom choked up. My mom doesn't, my mom doesn't even watch hockey. My, my mom was choked up. Yeah. Just, just seeing just seeing everything and being able to see all these fans and we're finally sort of getting the city back together. And, you know, the Leafs are such a big part of the city for people who, for people who aren't in the area. Like, it's, it's they're such a big part. And I, I, that whole scene was just so good to see. Uh, Tavares at the end got the huge ovation, which I was so happy to see. Um, I was happy. I was happy. Marner got cheers too. I was, I was actually expecting some boos from some dumb fans. Um, but I'm, I'm happy that he got a lot of cheers and the, the puck drops and the Leafs look like fart. They just look like a big, big fart. Just terrible. They looked, they were so bad, so bad to start the game. They Jack Campbell should have got like the MVP. I think he got the first star probably, but like, like he was, he was at the game uh, right off the bat and, uh, the Leafs just had a really bad ten minutes. Um, uh, even though he scored, uh, it, even though he scored against the Leafs, I, I wanted to say, you know, congrats to Jonathan Druin. Like that's that's a that's a great moment for him yep. after after what he went through. Um, he missed and, last
0: season because of uh, mental health and just taking time for himself. Uh, uh, and, first I, and I heard game he was back, having.
1: Yeah, and, I, and first game back, he scores. So, yeah. and I heard he had like some insomnia and stuff. It's just like stuff that I've personally never gone through and I, I hope to never go through. But it's just yeah. gr- great to see him score again, even if it's on the Leafs. Like that was the thing where I'm like, where I'm obviously, like, obviously where I'm just like, Leafs. <laughs> I was like, why is it? I'm, I'm like, it's a great moment. Why is it? It's like um in the year 2000, when you were born and I wasn't, Mario Lemieux comes back from Don Hodgkin's lymphoma. First game yep. against the Leafs. And he scores, scores the first goal. Because of course yeah you know? the
0: Leafs have a habit of doing those things but so, also like I kind of think about that is we're just Leaf fans so we just look at everything from a Leafs perspective exactly but if you look from like other teams perspective and what like big players have done to other teams I think that
1: we'd find exactly. a similar
0: pattern in every other team but yeah continue.
1: I, I, I completely agree um so the Leafs look terrible Drew and scores Leafs get a power play and they're just I thought they, I thought yesterday the power play actually looked good in the first game. It didn't look great, and the entire time I'm just like shoot, shoot, stop passing, just shoot. Yep. And all of a sudden, I don't know where Pierre Engvall bang back of the net, you know, bottom corner, uh, a low blocker. Surprising, it was him. So it's one one, and it was a good goal.
0: Yep, um, Pierre Engvall. <laughs> I want to talk about him over the last two games. Yeah. We'll get back to the other games too, but okay. Pierre Engvall. Went from having one of the best games in his career yep. to having one of the worst games in his career that's, in that's, back-to-back that's, nights. Is that not Pierre Engel, though? It is Pierre Engel, but how? <laughs> that's uh, the how, definition of Pierre Engel. How? My thing is just how. You go in the first game against Montreal, you score a beauty of a goal, you're performing at your highest, you're putting up uh, blocking passes, putting up good passes. Uh, he was on a PK, up...
1: he looked good too. He looked really, yeah, really good setting defensively, up
0: opportunities, stopping goals. And then you go into this game. The first goal <laughs> and it all started it all fault. started
1: against Montreal. It all started against Montreal with 13 seconds left. He decides to go for the empty net and it's an icing. And I literally screamed like that's so stupid. I scream, like that's so, so stupid.
0: So maybe maybe this was from Montreal, but for the most part in montreal 95 percent of montreal game he was amazing he was good he was performing as we thought he would perform and then the ottawa game happened the first goal was his fault and i think the second or second or third goal was also his fault where it like bounced off of him and then hit someone else and then went in and i'm not saying the second goal is his fault but
1: The first goal was so his fault. The First goal was his fault.
0: I don't want to talk about how the whole kicking motion thing, that that was also another whole debate, but the first goal was his fault. And I just don't understand how you go from being so confident in the first game in the home opener to just crapping your pants in the Ottawa game.
1: And I I even remember the first goal, like this was, so he turned it over and then like 10 seconds later, the goal went in and I should be like, what are you doing? That's a terrible giveaway. That might at the lead blue to a goal. Line, at their own blue line. At their own blue line. He literally had to just shoot the puck forward. He was trying to pass yeah. to a defense, but I had no idea what was going on in his brain. It felt like the Travis Dermott play in game six, sort of like, what are you thinking? What yep. are you thinking? And and then the goal went in. And the kicking motion, I I I, we I, also I think have it was a kick the
0: C- Seattle and uh golden knights game. That which... that was
1: a kicking motion too. Both um, of
0: them, I thought, were kicking motions, but both of them apparently counted as goals, so that means I'm the not fans gonna... don't, don't know what a kicking motion is. So, I guess. Um, I guess...
1: The Leafs didn't challenge, and so I'm not going gonna... to... I know the refs got together for a somewhat of a review, but it was deemed a goal, and the Leafs didn't challenge. And I wonder if it was because... I wonder if it was because Keith Keith wanted to really hammer home that point of Of that was so your fault, and yes, it was a kicking motion. It's gonna be a goal. It's gonna be a goal other times, so it's gonna be a goal now. I wonder if he did it, if he was thinking that, or maybe he just, or maybe he legitimately thought that would actually be a goal, because, uh, because now, now challenging is such a risk. It's such a risk to challenge goals. A uh, a power play, and it's such a risk. Yeah, and so maybe Keith was playing three D chess. Being uh, Keith, Keith was playing three D chess. Uh, saying, you know what, you're going to eat this one because that was a terrible giveaway, and the next time that's going to go off a stick into the net. Yeah, yeah, that was was not good. And then we go into the end of the period
0: um, with like 10 seconds left or like 6 seconds left on the clock and um, it goes in. And um, that, like, Mrazek had no shot. Um, That was a defensive, just fucking breakdown completely. That was just complete breakdown, and um, it goes in, and you go into the period. Was it, did you go no? They end of the first period with three zero. Yes. Yeah, it's three nothing. Yeah, three nothing. So like a sec, like thing, like
1: and you look at that okay. and go, maybe if you didn't lollygag for you know the last five seconds, this game's going overtime. Yeah.
0: Uh and they love giving up goals at the end of periods which is not very good for it's us. It's my biggest pet peeve. It
1: it's my biggest pet peeve out of everything. So the goal before was a power play goal with 1 minute left. I I yes, I'm upset, but however it is the power play or it, it, it they're yeah, on the it power was a power
0: play. And it was kind of a fluky goal where it, it was bounced a fluky, off like three Stupid
1: people. goal. Yeah. So that I'm not going to get set. Up. There's 0. 0.6 seconds left, guy. Yep. Like, and then they just dude, gave up. Like I that's my biggest pet peeve is goals right before it's either goals right before the end of the period or let's say the leafs tie the game at two to five seconds later, it's a goal for the other team. Yep, That it's like and momentum they, has just swung the other way. Yeah, they like, love giving up uh, end of period goals and it's the oh, it's so so flipping frustrating. So that and then it's three nothing. And I, yeah. We just, okay, I don't so, we just completely skipped over the Montreal game, but you know what? So the
0: Montreal game, like, what is there to say? It was a good game. They they battled back. They scored. Well, they, they, had, a really, they nice. had a good goal. That was very nice. Yeah, they had a good goal. Um, Engvall And then Tava, uh, the Nylander just came in flying, scored. And um, yeah, it was a good goal. So I want to talk about goaltending from both both nights. Um, I thought goaltending was not an issue in either of the nights. Campbell stood on his head for basically all of Montreal game. That game should have been like six zero, but Campbell kept them in that game. And the same thing as last night in Ottawa, they should have, they should have been down six zero, um, but they were Mirazik was good until and, he got injured.
1: And um, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. What's there going have not been him. any
0: updates based on that. So as, as we're recording the podcast on 11 1130, in the morning. We have no idea what's going on with that, but.
1: Um, uh, somewhat of an update from our friend, Nick Barden. Um, Hutchinson is not at Marley's practice this morning.
0: Okay. So that means he's going to be back up. So that means Morazic is injured for more than tomorrow. I don't know. Um,
1: uh, Groin injuries. Groin injuries literally always take, uh, it feels like years to actually and come back. As, from. Yeah. And as, when
0: you saw the clip of Mrazek going down, you saw that he went down and it didn't—he didn't go down good. But thankfully, Campbell looked good. He was performing like a number one goalie. Mirazic um, was also good. We were talking about how both of them were injured, and we should be kind of worried about injured. Sorry, uh, injuries based on these two players. But I was like, I was—it was the second period of the Ottawa game, and I'm like, I'm not worried about like. Injury, like I'm not worried about like I'm in, more worried about like uh injuries than I am about how the goalies were performing because it's, it's the first two games granted but they were both performing well they were stopping pucks that probably shouldn't have been stopped and that's good for the
1: leaves. um
0: but for the most part they performed well and I liked
1: what they were doing and then the injury bug has yep. already caught up to us uh, um yeah. so question for you. Uh who are you putting in net on who are you putting net in net tomorrow? Because like you're gonna you're gonna play Campbell three straight games. Who like, are they playing um tomorrow? Ottawa again. Ottawa again. And Brady Kachuk's gonna be in which And we'll Brady get Kachuk's into.
0: gonna be in the lineup. Yeah, okay. Um so I think okay, so the Campbell thing is if he gets a rest day today, I think he should be able to good. Should be able to go. He did only play one period, so like Mm it's not a lot. Um, but for the most, depending on Mirazik's injury, okay. So if Mirazik's injury is long term, I put in Hutchison there so that because it's Ottawa, it is a weaker opponent. They do play amazing against us for some reason, and I don't know why, but they just do. Um, so I'm gonna, I'd have to put in, um, put in. Uh, uh Hutchison just so that if it is long term so Campbell has the night weekend off and so that he's ready for whoever we're facing on Monday I think I
1: I think it might be the Rangers I'm probably wrong because I'm usually wrong Here, I'll let me check but like who would you put in uh yes. so Monday is at home against the New York Rangers yeah. I yeah. might agree with you with the Michael Hutchison category and I think I think Michael well, Hutchison gets a really actually, bad rap
0: Actually I Okay, so they're playing Saturday, Monday, and then they have three days off, and they're playing in San Jose. Oh so, my God!
1: It's play okay, play against American teams is going to take it's going to take it's going to take a while to get used to again. <laughs> it's playing American yeah. teams, uh, but they're playing in um, in uh, in Toronto. So okay, I think San Jose is a perfect Hutch- Hutchinson game. That's what I was thinking because they're not that great. Yeah. watch and but you know watch eric carlson get a hat-trick because we grill him all the time yeah. um so i i'd still i still watch him tomorrow i think that i think that, i like i said i think he gets a really bad rap here in toronto because i think he's actually not i think he's a really good third goalie option um yep he's had a lot of good games with this team um and i think that i think that the year i think the uh i think the 1920 year where he was just the, where he was the backup and just did not play well. It's because the Leafs had a shit defensive core. Yep. I think that last a lot year when he played, it.
0: and last year when he played, we had a better defensive core and he was able to perform under that defensive core.
1: I think he got a shutout against the Oilers in those, in one of those three games. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, game two, I think I'll, I think I'd, uh, I think I'd go with Hutch tomorrow because giving Campbell a, a rest might be a, uh, might be, a, might be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's okay.
0: the Leafs. and yeah. no no I have a couple more things um oh. William Nylander is on pace for 82 goals so fantastic he's been playing really well i've seen his leadership like he's patting everyone on the back he's talking to everyone he's all very excited um he does not have a assistant uh captain a on his jersey but he is performing know. like a captain and he's stepping up for his team um Mitch Marner
1: Oh, what do you? What now?
0: Is what not now? performing at all. Power Why, do, why play, do you say that? Does he? Does he even have any points?
1: Yes. Yeah, yes, he has points. The team has also only scored four four goals in two games. Yes, That's... but still. What still, do you mean? But still.
0: Not, okay, so he has one assist. That's. It's two games. It's... Not performing very well. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I don't it's think two it's games. Well. So um, uh,
1: it's two. Okay, after five. Okay, if, if he has no goals in five games, then then we'll get worried. It's two games. It's two games. Yes,
0: but Nylander has two goals. Because he's games. a goal scorer. And he has an assist actually, too. So he's performing to the, he's performing to his contract. Marner is not.
1: Okay. All right. Have your have your hot takes there. Steven, Steve, Pus, Pus, Chris Chalk. Nope. I'm, that's not that's
0: proper steak. That are proper steaks. Sorry. It's the Simmons. It's Simmons. Yeah. Um, also, Michael Bunting looks great. I oh, love he looks really really good. Like how he's performing.
1: Um, he was a complete douchebag to the Sens. They were really like, yeah. he, he basically caused He basically caused a goal for the Leafs with the, with yep. the penalty that he drew uh, that led to Nylander's goal. So he's been really good. I've liked yep. him. I liked him. Uh, bottom six doesn't look terrible
0: except for Engwall. Everyone else looks okay. Uh,
1: I, w- I want to shout out David camp because he, he's not going to show up on the score sheet, but he was really important in Montreal on the, on the penalty kill yeah. uh, for the five on three. So I, he's not going to get a shout outs a lot because defensive forwards just don't, but uh, cause he's not going to show up on the score sheet. But I, I think uh, he's, he's really, he really looked really good on the, on the PK for the five on three. Um, and one more
0: player, um, one thing that I didn't notice, the one player that I didn't notice was Kerfoot. Yeah, is that just me, or is that like, is just uh, like, is it because I, he's defensive? He, you don't really
1: notice him. Uh, another thing I want to say is, we're two games in. Yes, I know there are but, gonna be, there are gonna be players you don't. Well, you know, I dude, didn't notice. We're trying I didn't to notice Austin Matthews yesterday. We're trying to
0: build Stanley Cup habits, and we're trying I to didn't analysis, notice Austin Matthews yesterday. Oh, my God. He's not even
1: on the ice. So, like,
0: <laughs> if he was on the ice and had no goals or assists, I, then I'd be complaining about him, too.
1: But he's not. Um
0: That's I'm how just I noticed to... John
1: Tavares was when he got a penalty at the end of the game yesterday.
0: Yes, that, too. That was a dumb penalty. Reffing is just... I was it's... talking to Lucas about this last night and our friend um, Trevor. is. I will never bet on hockey. Ever. There's, there's no point. It's the stupidest sport when it comes to betting. Because statistically speaking, the Buffalo
1: Sabres beat the Montreal Canadiens yesterday. We'll
0: get to that too in a bit. <laughs> but statistically speaking, I think football and basketball are the two sports that, like, when you bet, like for the most part, the team that is the better team wins. Because and in,
1: referees don't decide the game that's and actually get a good in point the way too.
0: of the play. Um but hockey is just an absolute crap. Shoot. So the Detroit, uh Detroit jesus i was gonna say detroit lions uh the red wings detroit red Wings, beat oh no they didn't beat they actually lost Did they? um no they so, lost
1: 7-6 in overtime to tampa they, lost they were up 7-6, 6-3 but they were, they
0: were up 6-3. 6-3 and they were up 3-1 so for like someone betting they would be, like you'd always bet like lightning but in that game they
1: they you're gonna they bet, bet the under like in that game team. i think I what? think you're going to bet the under in that game being like, oh, there's going to be less than whatever, 3.5 goals. You'll bet the, un- like, if the, so, if the odds are 3.5, you're probably betting the under because it's Tampa and Detroit. No, <laughs> no, no. So 7-6. not for
0: those games. You bet the under for when there's two good teams.
1: Because if it's Uh-oh. one shitty
0: team and one uh, one good team, then you always bet the over because there's going to be a lot of goals. And I mean, yeah, but
1: I mean... The person probably got their money with the Tampa game because Tampa did win yep so maybe maybe we should bet next who, who, what's what's the game on Saturday I'm gonna bet on right now I'm looking hold on
0: it's Saturday New York it's New York and the Leafs so I would no, bet no the- Saturday oh.
1: Saturday is uh, Ottawa Ottawa and the Leafs I Arizona versus Buffalo I am taking the under
0: <laughs> oh
1: or- I don't know Ooh. it's Buffalo's on way, fire, so you might have Buffalo, to put the over. The Buffalo Sabres are first in the Atlantic at the moment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to last very long, but good for them. Who at least knows? they got a thing. Who knows? But Who's Montreal, doing? like... I want to look they, at the standings. <laughs> they put up such a fight against Toronto, and then they just get their shit kicked in first Buffalo.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not so, very good. The standings are currently Buffalo, Ottawa, and Toronto in the top three spots. <laughs> Hold on. That's hold on. That's exactly how it's gonna shake up All right, to the so, end of things. So um okay, Vancouver versus Detroit. I would I would definitely bet the over. I'm just saying metaphorically, I would bet the over and take the Vancouver Canucks. Now, a question that I want to ask: is Montreal bad? Yes. I didn't see the game yesterday, but holy god, if you're losing the Buffalo Sabres, five to one. The Buffalo
0: Sabres have like three players and then everyone else is... I a want to create... see who scored. I want to see who actually scored. Okay, the so Buff- they have three <laughs> players and then everyone else is a creative player from NHL
1: 2014. Yeah, yeah. So, so who scored? So Kyle Poso, Zemkis Gergensen, uh, Victor uh, Victor Olufsen, Anders Bjork, and Tage Thompson, who are... I know three of those people. All those other, uh,
0: I don't know the rest. Andres of those Bjork,
1: uh, uh, Andres Bjork was uh, also Joe NHL for NHL uh, 13, and Tage Thompson was and, was Joe NHL for NHL uh, 18.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like, Montreal uh, is bad. Uh, they did have their backup goalie in there. Um, so maybe that's I mean, it. Maybe that has but something to do with it, but still, it's still watching not game good.
1: over with Andrew Berkshire. <laughs> Yeah, uh, especially on the Leafs game where he was like, I think he said something in the lines of, "I think, I think that referees know that giving an advantage to the Leafs is actually giving them a penalty because as <laughs> Montreal's power play is so bad. Yep. Oh my God, Andrew, yeah, that, that so power funny. play was
0: not very good. um Our power play doesn't look great, but Matthews is still missing. Matthews so also isn't, we'll so I'm, not, yeah. I'm I'm not going to judge
1: it. I'm not going to judge it. Spezza did have a, have a really good goal yesterday yeah, in Ottawa, really which is yeah, which is in Ottawa, which is you know basically where he spent most of his career. Um, so I'm not gonna really judge it until Austin's on that left, on that right wing with yeah. those Bomb one
0: time, but movement, movement on the power play is a lot better. That's what I've noticed. The movement and... is
1: yes, the movement yeah. is good. However, if you don't put pucks towards the red square thing, nothing's gonna go in. Yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah. problem. That's the problem that I that I'm seeming to have is you know, send it that way. Don't send it yeah. towards the blue line, send it that way towards yeah, the yeah, dead. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, there are some major signings that happen. So we talked we touched on the Brady Kachuk that he was in the arena, he wasn't on the ice, though, but he gets seven years at 8.214 million. He doesn't sit, he, he sits out one game. Um we'll see how his fitness is when it comes to playing a game on Saturday.
1: I wish um, he was gone the whole season, just because. Because all preseason, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, all, all so, regular season. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So,
0: what do you think of the deal? I think Ottawa won in this case because <sighs> what we heard won. from this. Well, sorry.
1: I've Ottawa definitely won. I, I so, I'm very much agreeing with you on that. Yeah.
0: Um. So what we heard was Brady Kachuk wanted a, <clears throat> a short term deal. He didn't get it. Ottawa gets the eight, uh, the seven years. At 8.214, that's gonna be a stealer steal of a contract within the next couple of years because Brady is gonna get better. Ottawa is gonna get better. The cap is gonna go up. And I think I think that's a steal from Ottawa. Brady gets paid, doesn't miss much of the regular season. He doesn't miss he misses one game. So that's good for him. And good for Ottawa too, because they're gonna like uh, he him and Tim Strutzel are probably the two stars that are selling jerseys and all this other stuff.
1: Uh, him, Tim Schutzler, whose name I can never pronounce, uh, Formington, I like, uh, Josh Norris, I like too. Um, and you know, that like they have a, they have a, they have a really good, you know, core that's coming up, which is going to be scary as a Leaf fan. Uh, even Victor Mete, who was drafted by the, by the Habs, who they picked off off waivers yes uh, last year, like this has, has some upside to him as well. So like it's a really good contract for uh for Brady Kachuk. Um, and I definitely think that the senators got a really good uh outcome with that because you're hearing these things, maybe it's a three-year contract, maybe and, and people are saying maybe it's a four-year contract. A four-year contract would be the worst possible option, yeah, for the Sens because because then that takes him right into unrestricted free agency after four years. So the fact that they were able to get seven years buying three UFA years, uh, all of his arbitration, uh, sorry, RFA arbitration years, it's a really good contract for, for the sense. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually surprised that, uh Eugene pulled out the wallet on this one. And if you look at their cap friendly, adding Brady Kachuk, they still have like 12 million dollars in cap space. If they really are a playoff team, they can actually go yeah, on so something
0: depending on how their season goes and if they're in the playoff hunt, I would not be surprised if they add on like a couple million or like two or three players to to max out that cap hit. Because as Eugene said there was gonna be five years in f- within five years, there's gonna be unparalleled success in Ottawa and Stanley Cup runs and winning a Stanley Cup within five years. And, um, I think mm-hmm. this is the five years, five year like area that they're we're in. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see where, um, where they land when it comes to free agency. And, um, if anything, they can just buy a bunch or trade for a bunch of, uh, shitty contracts for other teams like to be a third party team in in movement and just pick up picks
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um moving on charlie mcavoy uh signs an eight years 9.4 million dollar deal i i'm kind of like i'm that's a lot of money for him
1: i Um, thought the same thing
0: um, he is... They must
1: have a lot of faith in Charlie McAvoy to give him that much money. Like, I don't know. Like, we saw him in the playoffs. Charlie McAvoy's an asshole to play against in the playoffs. He really is. Like, he's a, he's, yeah. you know, he's a, he sucks to play against, Charlie McAvoy. But, like, I want to, all I want to ask is, if, is there something here that I'm not seeing in terms of his production? I'm sure Charlie McAvoy is the nicest guy he's a good locker room guy he does this he does that I'm I'm just not I'm just not seeing 9.5 million dollars right now uh 30 points he's he averages okay so
0: over the last four years he's averaging around 30 points um uh, that's, he's that's... a defenseman so I like that's not
1: really like that's pretty good like you know he's he's not he's not asked upon he's not asked to you know um he's definitely not asked to hey, time score on a bunch ice, of points
0: time on ice it's around 20 minutes for the last four years so You're he's joking. doing yeah 19 that's... actually it's 19 minutes so 1913 the 1903 the 1938 and the 1915. So he's like a solid number, a top four defenseman, and um, yeah, and in the playoffs he's hitting twenty. His average is like twenty-two minutes.
1: I, I am, I really, hearing that time on ice like that doesn't sound like someone who. To me, that doesn't sound like someone who's warranted nine nine. if if, if you're top, okay, if he's if he's a top four defenseman or not, he just got paid like a top one defenseman. Correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if your top defenseman is playing 20 minutes a night, I think we definitely have some, uh, I I definitely have some concerns I'd say about um, what's to come in Charlie McAvoy's, you know, in Charlie McAvoy's future and the future of, I, I, I would just, I just have a lot of concerns with, the coaching, I guess, in that aspect, because if I'm uh, Don Sweeney and Cam Neely and whoever, I'm saying to Bruce Cassidy, okay, we gave him big boy money. You give him big boy minutes, even though he's not necessarily a big boy. So he uh, went
0: from 4.9 million to nine million.
1: Nine point five million. Nine point five million. That's I don't know.
0: A big jump. That's a big. J-
1: he'll be. He's going to be the. He'll be the highest paid member on the Bruins. Higher yeah, than. So- so the, the defensive pairings
0: as projected right now are Matt Grizzlick, Charlie McAvoy, uh, Jeremy Lazar. Uh, yeah. And then Brandon Carlone, uh, John, John Moore, and then Connor Clifton.
1: I mean, n- and now knowing that he'll be the highest paid member on the Bruins next year. And another thing about the Bruins, uh, Patrice Bergeron is a UFA at the end of this year. I assume he's going to come back because he's Patrice Bergeron. Like he lives for that city. So that's, that's not a concern, but like uh, what, <laughs> what?
0: Boston's top line. I know none I know, of know. them make over 6.9. I know. I know. I know. And that's their top left. Oh, fuck six. Fuck six. I know. I know. It's, it's unfair. It's a good setup. It's I such just... a good
1: setup. It's unfair. I know it's unfair. Um, I, am sure, I'm sure Bergeron's going to be back. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speculate that he won't be. But I, I, he's the highest paid member on the. Like, I just can't get over the fact that he, that he's going to be the highest paid guy, unless, unless well, Bergeron wants ten million next year, which I doubt he's going to get. He'll be the highest paid player on. We the have team. to take into account the defensive market that happens. Yes, we do, but we also have to take into account. Was- I think we also take into account how Charlie McAvoy hasn't proven anything to anyone. The fact that he should be a nine and a half million dollar defenseman. That's yeah, I guess that's a good point too. Like Like Seth Jones, though I don't like the contract has proven he can be a, can be a top guy. He can be, he is a good, he is a good defenseman. Darnell nurse can be a top, a top two defenseman. And I think someone's going to, sorry, keep going, keep going.
0: Uh, for the most part, people that do get like the big contracts when it comes to defensemen, it's defensemen that can play defense, big minutes, and they also put up a lot of points.
1: Is 30 points
0: a lot of points? No, no, no. I, I'm just saying that people that get the big contract put up a lot of points. I'm not saying McAvoy is, he puts it's 30 points. I think that's. Like below average, I think high would be like 40 45, and they're mostly assists too, so there's less goals. I think it was like two or three goals a year.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just looking at the, the Bruins cap friendly. So, a uh, Bergeron's a UFA. Uh, Jake Debrus is going to be is going to need an, another contract. Carson Kuhlman's going to need a contract unless they just let him go, which wouldn't surprise me. Jakob Svorl is going to need it, another contract. Like, I I, th- I I I'm I'm not a big fan of this contract from the Bruins perspective, um, and I I think that Charlie McCoy has to prove a lot of doubters, and I, I and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be the first to say, I want every single NHL player to succeed at their craft. I am not one of those players. You know, he plays for the Bruins. He should go. You know, go go away. He sucks. I want Charlie Mc to succeed. I want every single player to succeed, whether they're on the Leafs or not. I just right now don't see a player that can make that's that's. Of the caliber of nine and a half million bucks in the defensive position that explains. in the defensive position as well. Like, do, like, do you, do you do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and just I don't think like, f- f- but it's also Boston doesn't really have any big names on defense, so Not maybe anymore. that's why to lock them up so that they have at least one stable person first line or uh, first like pairing defenseman that they can have. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Ovechkin moves into fifth place on the all-time list, uh, all-time goal list. So good with him. good for him. W- I think he's gonna
1: do it. I, I can't I can't wait till okay. <laughs> I told this to my mom. I told this to my mom because my mom my mom really tries. My mom really tries with me uh yeah. when it comes to hockey. So I've told her, like, you know, I, I was like, Ovechkin needs what, like uh, like hey. how many more goals to get to first place. And she's like, Wow, like I didn't I couldn't think of anyone being better than Wayne Gretzky, like, yeah, he said before he said before like as a joke like you know if i break record i will retire and she was and she was like so is he gonna like score that goal just skate to center ice take his helmet off and leave i'm like you know what he might he might that that'd be
0: really funny but i don't think they're gonna how old
1: would that be
0: yeah that would be how old would that be and then the only (laughs) only time he'd come back to uh, arena was for his uh jersey retirement yeah no other time he's just like i quit i'm not playing anymore just oh takes the God. first flight to like Florida or like back mm-hmm. to Russia, just a thing. But um this is kind of like beyond the like beyond the argument. Like he's arguably the greatest goal scorer of all of like our generation. But would he have already reached that goal mark if there wasn't things that stopped him from reaching it? Like the lockouts, and I think he was injured for a year or so and like that stuff. Because that'd give him like three extra years. So, if you think about it,
1: I, I I don't think he would be there. He'd definitely be a lot closer. So the lockout the lockout year would have been his rookie season. Yeah, the first the first the first of you know the first lockout would yeah. have been his rookie season, and then the second lockout that was a half season. Well, I I say he missed about half about half of those. He would have missed half the games. So he would have played 41 more games. Yeah. Um, but then you also have to take into account the lockdown, the lockdown,
0: yeah,
1: the season, lockdown. which was
0: like half a season, a little less, but like let's say half a season. What are you so mean, that's, like the,
1: like the COVID season? Like 20, yeah. No, oh, that yeah. was that was that was like 70 games. So we were, we were we were a few games away from a complete season. And then
0: injury. So let's just say he missed two full seasons. That's 60 goals.
1: The, for 60 goals. That could be 100 goals for Alex Ovechkin.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like for, like let's just ballpark. He usually yeah, scores yeah. like 30, 35 goals. So that's
1: like 60, 70 goals that he could have added to his list. Which that's a that's a really good point. He could be he could be the so what's he at? What's he at right now? Seven something. Seven three something.
0: Um, seven sixty eight. I think. Oh, uh, one second. Math is, sorry. Math is sorry, a difficult sorry. thing. Seven thirty two. All right. So, so I'm, he I'm would have been how much... 732, he would have been at like 800 if he had like a uh, 60 yeah,
1: 70 goals. So he currently needs 159 to break to break the record. Or sorry, he'll need 160 to break the record. Which he's five more years, I think he can do it. I think he can do it. And it's another thing where what's what's so crazy about Ovechkin, he has to slow down. He's the exact same goal scorer that he was when he would like he slowed down slightly, but he's gone from 50 goals to 43 goals per season sort of thing. Yeah. So he slowed down slightly, but he hasn't slowed down drastically to the point where he's only scoring 15 goals a season. He's still an unbelievable goal scorer. He's so good. And five more years of this. I think he's got it. I think he's got it. Uh, The caps themselves. I'm not sure if there'll be anything special. However, i cheer for Alex Ovechkin. because Literally,
0: Alzo Ovechkin and that power play, he could just, like, stand there and just hammer in goals, just like, like my it's favorite, his day job.
1: That's my favorite thing where people are like, where people are like, well, why don't people just cover Alex Ovechkin on the power play? And I go, yes, and why didn't people shut down Wayne Gretzky in the 80s? Just, just, just <laughs> shut down Wayne
0: Gretzky. It's not that hard. It's just Wayne and Gretzky. like, And for the most part, people just don't want to stand in front of um, Ovechkin's shot because Would he you? might like... Break a leg or something? No, I wouldn't. Jesus, no. Exactly. But it's just like everyone knows he's there, but yet yeah, everyone forgets about him, and that's. I don't that's know how, if it was. That's what was great players do.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know if it was Ovechkin or Chara. Someone blocked one of those two. I can't remember which one. One of one of their shots in the jock. Oof! And it broke the thing Oof. in half. <laughs> and it broke the thing in half. I don't I know how that works it because it's a muscle, but okay. No, like the the actual cup, like it broke the cup. Oh, okay. I was going to say. So it broke the jaw cup and it broke the fucking house. Uh, and I think they showed yeah. it afterwards. Oh my God. So. That's a dangerous body. Play. Um, I bet he was singing soprano for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: In other news, uh, Seattle gets their first win over the Preds, four uh, three, um, and the Preds do a funny ha Twitter joke of raising a banner for their hospitality and allowing Seattle to beat them in that game. So I just want to say congrats to Seattle, and um, yeah,
1: I mean Seattle. I said Seattle's gonna be a a, a very scrappy team. They're going to be, they're not going to be terrible. They got they're robbed. Not they got robbed in the Vegas game. Uh, they 100 did, but yeah. they're gonna be they're gonna be good. Uh, they'll they'll be pretty good. They're not gonna be Vegas, so I think we should all we should all like I've said, subdue our expectations for what Seattle yeah. can bring.
0: But yeah, and also um, it's only two games into the season, as Lucas said before. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe they just flip a switch and just become gods and just destroy everyone but we'll see how that goes I mean that um, happened to Vegas
1: yeah um, anything else you want to talk about or are we uh, just okay here's here's one thing I want, to, I want to talk about so I have a bet going with a person where she and I had a, a dinner together where I I was watching the Leafs game instead of paying attention to her throughout so you night. went on a date yeah yeah and instead I, of
0: Jesus Christ actually,
1: was, that's it, a, it wasn't I don't think it wasn't a date but it was definitely a it was definitely an experience where I was with it was someone a
0: date. if you went to dinner with someone it's a date unless okay. otherwise unless she's like your sister or something then no it's it was not a date my sister like it, exactly it was not my
1: sister and she made fun of me the entire night because I wasn't paying attention to her so she and I are going to meet up again on Saturday for the Leafs game, where I said, okay, if I look at uh, for dinner while the Leafs game was going on, because we have a bet going saying, if I look three times, I have to pay for everything. Is there any chance that I won't look three times? It's the Ottawa Senators. So depending on how the Leafs show up,
0: I think you might just look once and be like, I'm good. This is just call it a day. As I put in the chat last night, it was a good season. Let's just fold it in. It was a good season. Good. good. I liked what I had. I saw. And uh, let's just call it a day. I don't need to see it anymore. Um, But you have no shot. You're going to watch more than three times. That's actually what happened. Okay. So I had a birthday in high school and we went out. Like I went out with a couple of friends and they placed me like right. So I could see this. Like I sat like unintentionally, like at the head of the table. To the facing the TV, and I just like spent half the night looking at the TV watching a Leafs game instead of being with my friends at at the restaurant. So that's 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 what happens when you're a hockey fan. And she should probably know that signing up to someone that has a hockey podcast and um yeah is is kind of a lunatic about the Leafs. So Uh, yeah. By the way, if you do like her, I hope
1: it. I hope it.
0: If you really like, okay. So I'm assuming you like. This is like a second date, so whatever. Um, I would just go to a restaurant that doesn't have a TV. Problem solved. No, she's
1: testing me. She's testing me. Ah, you know. Okay. Then you gotta. gotta I uh, I'm gonna see if I can pass the test. I definitely won't, but I'm gonna try my hardest. I'm gonna try my hardest.
0: Okay. Um, I think that's a good point to end it. It's a bit shorter episode compared to last week, which was an hour and a half. Which (laughs) I did not know it was that long. We didn't um, intend that.
1: I should have been like, yo, this is going like over an hour and 10 minutes. Well, it was the season preview. You had to yeah. go through every team, and this just the thing. We've, um, had a couple a episodes. We've had a couple right. episodes that go longer where I'm just like, I-, I have no water or liquid in my body right now. I need to stop. Okay,
0: so you're okay, <laughs> but like, I have my Invisalign and my braces, so like, if I talk a lot, then my mouth gets really dry because of all the plastic and shit in my mouth, so it's like mm. I need a lot of water, but um, thanks for listening. That's a good point of wear it out. Um, check us out on YouTube, Muse, uh, wherever you find your podcast. And share us to a friend. Recommend us to a friend. Share the video. Much appreciated. Like and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.